Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello to everyone, warm welcome to everyone for just a special episode um, of the Sisters of Life podcast. This is Sister Anu Stay. And this is Sister Marie Veritas. And we just thought, um, as we've watched with you and with the world, as this global pandemic has unfolded these past weeks, um, that we've been talking a lot as sisters and a lot as a community. And um, we just wanted to take a moment to share with you some of our thoughts and what has been on our heart uh, as uh, we've been thinking about all of you very much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, sister, I think it's just a time of to acknowledge yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, just to acknowledge, you know, the, um, the fear, mm-hmm. the disappointments, um, the kind of total upside down experience of the world everything's kind of in upheaval you mm-hmm. know and just to mm-hmm. to acknowledge that the, the deep suffering that's happening happening right now and throughout the world in a yeah. sense I guess what's been uh, compelling in many ways is that we are in uniquely united mm-hmm. um, in a time that I would say a time of uncertainty mm-hmm. you know things are changing quickly mm-hmm. and day to day and a time of suffering you know whether that is physical suffering, uh, whether that's mourning, mm-hmm. you know, that if you've been touched personally, mm-hmm. um, you know, the loss of a loved one, um, up to, yeah, um, the little and big things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a time that we are united. Yeah. And I think my heart has been personally affected just as a sister. Uh, my heart really holds the whole world. Mm-hmm. And I feel I have such concern um, yeah. and a desire to just to tell everyone, oh, we're praying for you, oh, we're with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, even our sisters uh, throughout the world, whether in Toronto or Denver or on the East Coast, um, we're, we're very much praying, fasting, thinking of everyone mm-hmm. and praying for your strength uh, as you square your shoulders to whatever realities might be facing you in and through all of this. Yeah. And to really know, like, we really feel like we're... we're we're in this together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the suffering of the human family, right, across the world. And it's um, it's really a time um, to, I mean, to first to acknowledge that, but then to really reach out to each other mm-hmm. um, in love, in prayer, you know, calling each other, um, and to, to kind of buoy each other up um, in, in the reality of this, you know, um, but also to... I think in this when it's you know so dark and so confusing in so many ways, but to to really um, try to root ourselves in the reality that God cares mm-hmm. about us, you know He's with us suffering this, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think as sisters, as a community, we've been talking about this. It's like that. Yes, there's inconvenience and there is disappointment and there's changed plans and you know, all these different things, but how do we live this well? Mm -hmm. And how do we live this with and for the person next to me? Because in a sense, I think if you look uh, historically uh, throughout the history of the world, you know, you see that disasters or epidemic um, or these, these moments of suffering that affect and touch so many, you often see 
the very best of people come forward, mm-hmm. the, the greatest of loves, the most heroic of actions, uh, the perseverance of the human spirit. Uh, and I guess we've been asking ourselves, how do we live this well? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we live this uh, with love? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great question. You know, and, and I think, you know, reflecting on it, but really to let love guide us, mm-hmm. not fear, you mm-hmm. know, to let love be the reason for everything we do in this time. You know, um, love over fear. Let love be the reason. You know, the scripture says perfect love casts out fear. That's beautiful, you know? sister. But like to let love be the reason why, you know, practically I'm doing this thing. Why let love be the reason why I'm washing my hands, you know. <laughs> let love be the reason why I'm obeying these civil um, civil restraints that have been asked of us, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and um, let that be the reason for everything, you know. And it... it, it um, it's, it changes things. Absolutely. It casts out the fear that can paralyze or drive us mm-hmm. um, to do things we normally wouldn't do. Um, so love and not fear. Love and not fear. Amen. Yeah. Well, and I, even as I hear you say it, it does. It expands <clears throat> my heart in its capacity to respond, mm-hmm. and it anchors me mm-hmm. uh, kind of in a deeper reservoir of, of resource and um that I have options mm-hmm. um, and choosing to, yeah, live for those around me mm-hmm. uh, and live it together in mm-hmm. a way that mm-hmm. we, and we can do that. Three things maybe. Sure. Um, to be, I know we've been thinking about, talking about. Yeah. I think first that this is a time of vulnerability mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like no way around that. Right. Um, in a sense, there's a lot of things that we cannot control in all of this, mm-hmm. but uh, there are s- things that I can still do and things that this cannot take. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, actually, I would love to share it with everyone just because it meant so much to me. Um, when I was walking with a loved one uh, in my family in their journey with terminal cancer, and I remember being in a waiting room, and then there was this poem uh, on the wall. And the, the poem was uh, entitled, What Cancer Cannot Do. And I'm going to read you that poem. And actually, since that point, it's been a number of years, I love taking whatever the thing is that's afflicting me or, you know, the fear or, you know, sure, you could put coronavirus right in there. What coronavirus cannot do? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what it says, um, this poem. It says, cancer is so limited. It cannot cripple love. It cannot shatter hope. It cannot corrode faith. It cannot destroy peace. It cannot kill friendship. It cannot silence courage. It cannot invade the soul. It cannot steal eternal life. It cannot conquer the spirit. Wow. Yeah. What a powerful poem, sister. Mm-hmm. It just brings into perspective so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unknown author, but uh, since that point, it's like, yeah, uh, there's, yes, coronavirus is affecting our lives in many ways. But there's many ways and many things that it cannot take. Mm-hmm. And for me not to give it permission mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, there's the possibility to stay grounded, mm-hmm. live this well, live this with courage, faith, hope, and love. That's what we need yeah. the most. Yeah. Uh, I think as we, as we look forward uh, to the days that we will live and whatever that will look like and the days we have lived. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And to not let it steal our peace, though it threatens it, mm-hmm. but to not let it steal that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and I guess in time of vulnerability, mm-hmm. do you have other thoughts about how do we live vulnerability well? 
Well, I think, I mean, ultimately, to live it with Jesus, Hmm. to live it with him, you know? He who is the vulnerable one who hung on the cross for us out of love. He knows vulnerability. He knows vulnerability to the nth degree. He made himself little in the Holy Eucharist. He made himself vulnerable on the cross. He made himself vulnerable as a child in the womb, you know? Mm. And so to live it with him um, and to be real, to be real and honest to him, to, to share the guts of our hearts with him in this time, um, but to be with him. Mm-hmm. That's that's really our strength in this. Um, that's beautiful, sister. Mm-hmm. Well, even you saying God cares mm-hmm. and that, yes, to name for yourself, what would you like God to, to be with you in? Mm-hmm. What can you invite Jesus into? Mm-hmm. Whether it's the little inconveniences, whether it's the... Uh, the sufferings, physical mm-hmm. sufferings that you might be bearing, mm-hmm. uh, whether it may be, uh, yeah, the sorrow of of not having uh, the opportunity to go to Mass. You know, I know many areas are suffering um, just in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that these are the times that we're mm-hmm. in and, and what has been asked and, and what is necessary in this time. Mm-hmm. But um, even in that, there are things that we can do. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I was thinking about uh, spiritual communion. It's so powerful. It's really powerful. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, I mean, there's, it's basically like when you are not, not able to receive communion, it's uniting your, your spirit uh, to the Lord hmm. uh, in, in, in communion. But I know there's particular prayers that can help that. Well, there is. I happened, I did bring one with me. I'm so glad. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, and even, there's many. Mm-hmm. I think if you searched it online, mm-hmm. Uh, but as you were saying, sisters, so powerfully, that um, Jesus present in the Eucharist, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the greatest gift we could receive, mm-hmm. his very life. And that even if we're not able to attend Mass, uh, just in reverence for what has been asked, um, we can still invite the Lord mm-hmm. into our hearts. And um, I don't know, sister, do you want to read this prayer? Sure, sure. My Jesus. I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. 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 What a powerful prayer. A powerful prayer that you can say anywhere, mm-hmm. wherever you might be, that it may be something uh, that can be sustaining mm-hmm. and one could pray daily mm-hmm. uh, in and through these days. Mm-hmm. Just to remember that, as you were saying, Sister, Jesus wants to be with us. Yeah. And um, we have a friend in our vulnerabilities. Yeah. And someone who knows vulnerability, who knows suffering intimately. Yeah. Um, and can bring um, meaning, mm-hmm. uh, can bring presence, mm-hmm. presence, mm-hmm. Uh, which I think in all, when I look at my own history of suffering, um, more than anything, you want someone in there with you yeah, in a presence of love. Yeah. And he's with us. He's not, mm-hmm. he's not an outsider looking in. Mm-mm. He is with us and he's suffering with us. Yes. All yeah. he needs is an invitation. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Well, even, even that, you know, and speaking of prayers in general, but like the power of the rosary, wow. for example, you know, being with Our Lady, John Paul II described the rosary as contemplating with Mary the face of Christ. Oof. And it's powerful. Like, put your spiritual seatbelt on. But it's powerful, especially in times of suffering, to, mm-hmm. to really be with Our Lady. Let her be with you, mm-hmm. to pray the rosary. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, grab those beads. Yeah. Right? And and it brings peace. Mm-hmm. I think if I think about uh, the gift of the rosary in my own life, mm-hmm. the things I can't solve, uh, the things that feel way bigger than me, we need a good mother mm-hmm. uh, to bring those to and entrust those to. Mm-hmm. And she is the mediatrix of grace. Mm-hmm. And she is a good mother. Mm-hmm. So the rosary, gosh, what else? Well, also, I mean, like the chaplet of divine mercy, just calling God's mercy down, you know, and asking for his mercy in in very difficult places, you know, that's powerful. Scripture, Hmm. you know, really to take this time to maybe immerse ourselves in scripture in a way we've never done before, you know, daily, daily prayer with scripture. Wow. And it's like, I mean, you think of what, you know, it says in the, the, I mean, all the scriptures, you know, be not afraid. Be not afraid. It says that like. A lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard over 300. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the power of his living word. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the days of the early Christians, they used to reserve scripture with the Blessed Sacrament, with the Eucharist wow. in the tabernacle. Wow. In a sense, it's holy, it's sacred, and it's a way that, another way, that Jesus wish, wishes to communicate himself mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And it's alive. That mm-hmm. word of God is absolutely alive. alive. And we need it, especially in times of challenge or trial mm-hmm. or suffering um, or when, yeah, we feel helpless mm-hmm. in the face of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, scripture can be an anchor. Yeah, uh, it sustains us in a mm-hmm. way that nothing else can in the same way. Truly. Yeah. Uh, that's powerful stuff, sister. You know, I think, too, um, the communion, yes, with God, but also I, I know for us, our schedules have kind of uh, lightened up in a sense that we're not able to go out and be with so many that we were eager to be with. Mm-hmm. We had to cancel a lot of our own efforts in evangelization, um, just to, the gift to be present to others. But even in the face of that, um, as we're living now, um, a deeper life of community mm-hmm. within our own convents. And I imagine many families are pulling back in the same way that it is a very special time of communion mm-hmm. uh, with our families, with those that you live with. And I know as sisters, we're going to be seeking to be very intentional about that time, mm-hmm. um, that it is a gift and that it's a sacred gift mm-hmm. and to live with and for each other, mm-hmm. uh, to, to engage the gift of that time. Um, I would also encourage others, you know, uh, how can you spend time meaningfully together? Mm-hmm. Uh, play games um, to, to kind of lighten the load of your hearts, mm-hmm. uh, to be with each other, to, to engage conversations maybe perhaps that we, we often uh, just haven't had the chance to make time for. Mm-hmm. Like this, this could be an opportunity for that. Or to reach out and call those um, mm-hmm. that you know may be feeling very alone or afraid, mm-hmm. that we can still be neighborly. Here we have the gift of the digital world uh, to support us in that. It's really true. It's really true. And just to see what, you know, what can happen through that, Mm -hmm. you know, making that phone call to someone you needed to reconcile with for years. And it's like, maybe now's the time. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But but it's a time perhaps of different opportunities. Yeah. um, Yeah. More possibilities. Yeah. And to look for those. Yeah. Um, Amen. Yeah. Well, I think lastly, mm-hmm. more than ever, as I've been talking to sisters and even as I've been walking through my own day, uh, there's there's something I've been hearing a lot and that instantly brings peace into my own heart and into the room when another sister says it. And it's incredible how it's kind of the Holy Spirit's been 
kind of speaking to all of our hearts. And it's just the reality that wherever I am, wherever I am, whatever I'm facing mm-hmm. in the wake of the coronavirus and, and everything surrounding, I'm in the hands of God. Yeah. And nothing can take me out of no. his hands. Nothing. I'm in the hands of the Father. Mm-hmm. And I'll never, I'll never cease to be in the hands of the Father. Amen. No matter how dark it gets, no matter what happens, I will never cease to be in the hands of the Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is what we can rest in. We can rest in that. Yeah. As children of God mm-hmm. uh, and, and to look to him mm-hmm. um, and to yeah, just allow that truth to wash over us, mm-hmm. I think can be just very grounding mm-hmm. and peace-giving. Amen. Wow. Yeah, whatever, you know, wherever I am, whatever I'm facing, I am in the hands of the Father. It's a good prayer, sister. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, maybe, maybe we could end in a prayer and, and pray with all those listening, yes. you know, in this, in this time. That would yeah. be, and yes, I guess to all those listening, just know that you do have sisters praying for you mm-hmm. and winning graces for you, fasting for you, um, that you might know uh, the, the presence of God with you, mm-hmm. uh, wherever you might be and, and however you might be affected mm-hmm. by all of this, um, that God cares for you. And uh, our thoughts and our prayers are seeking to reach you. Amen. So perhaps we could pray in our Father, mm-hmm. in a Hail Mary, mm-hmm. Glory be. Yeah, maybe we could even end with a little little song to Our Lady. One of the sisters' favorites? Yes. Okay. <laughs> in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And this is a little song that the sisters love to sing, and we sing it as a prayer for you, that you know Our Lady's protection and the peace of her Son, Jesus. Our Lady, our Mother, Protect us with your prayer. Guard us, defend us, O Queen of Peace. Our Lady, our Mother, protect us with your prayer. Guard us, defend us, O Queen of Peace, Our Lady, Our Mother, protect us with your prayer. Guard us, defend us, O Queen of Peace.
This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.